Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I am your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. And welcome back, everybody. Hey, guys. This is uh, episode two, I guess we could call it, or uh, part two of um, the series in how we ended up as business owners. Uh Previous podcast, part one, was all about our early years, our early jobs, and how we started, what were our, you know, some of the skills that we built when we were younger. And it's the whole, yeah, the, the, the whole point of it was just to kind of have you as the listener take a, take a step back and reflect on what you've done in the past and how it's serving you to this point. Yes. What you've taken away from each one of your experiences. Yes, and what you're taking away <laughs> now. And today we want to tell you uh, about the businesses that we are in and how we ended up in them and how we're living a life that we are just absolutely in love with when it comes to working and something I never thought I'd say. Yeah. It's it's a great feeling um, to wake up and not dread what you're going to do that mm-hmm. day. We also had some motivation behind wanting to become business owners since we are also musicians and we did want to have some control over our schedules because let me tell you, it's really hard to walk into your uh, manager's office and ask, you know, for a couple weeks off to go tour or uh, uh, every weekend or off, weekends, or, yeah, the you know, we- to all that. Yeah. You're eventually you're going to get fired. Yeah. So you have to, you know, um, we, uh, we tried uh, to set ourselves up in a place where we could say yes to anything that came to us mm-hmm. musically, which has served us very well. Um, so it took some planning because you still have to pay the bills. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. but you, yeah, you don't need to ask for that time off. I guess you have to plan it yourself. You have to. You still there's always a give and a take. Yep. Um, and so I have been a small business owner for almost 10 years that's wild i know it's unbelievable um so my business is i have a small boutique salon in downtown morris illinois which is a southwest we're just on the edge of suburbia um we are a rural community and uh so we have a nice really quaint sweet little downtown area and i have four girls in my space and we've been in the same place since i opened and just in love with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Roots. Roots Air Studio is uh, the name of my business. Our downtown is really cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so kind of piggybacking on last episode, uh, you all heard me talking about how I got my cosmetology license, worked in some different industries. And with that, I worked in cosmetics. I worked in hair. I worked for Clinique. I worked all these different, you know, JC Penny Salon, man, they were uh, there for me. I've worked in three different JC Penny salons across the state, so um, learned a lot of skills and ho- like you were saying, honed a lot of your skill, kind of repetitively in those places, and um, found myself in a position working in the healthcare industry. Um, I had an opportunity to buy an established little salon and the time just felt like it was the right time for us and so we did that we jumped yeah we did it was like scary a jump Mm -hmm. oh it was i was going from a job with a paycheck a guaranteed paycheck benefits you know 401k all of that stuff to 
business ownership on my own. I knew nothing about owning a business. Nothing. I knew how to do hair, but I knew nothing about how to run. And so those lessons have been yeah. uh, plentiful. Um, <clears throat> but it took me a while. It took me a few years to get a handle on it. And I like hit the ground running and learned as I went. <laughs> Made lots of mistakes. Oh, course we're gonna make more mm -hmm. and so um a few years after i launched you launched yeah um i was in the in the 90s i was on the well this is gonna go back kind of set the premise <clears throat> i hurt my back pretty bad um when i was on the road and it just kind of you know has always been with me but i just it got me thinking of I, I wanted to wanted to help people. Wanted to, you know, because how many people do you talk to? It's got to, you know, this hurts and right. that hurts. You know, and you're and on that, the road playing music, so you're yeah. probably meeting all kinds of different people. So it got me thinking, and then and then later I went went to school and got my my degree, and and I'm a massage therapist, and then I worked for a, a chain of a, a, a big chain, and then for like ten years, and what I what I got from that was. I was really able to hone my skills because, I mean, to date, I've probably got about 15,000 massages under oh my, my belt. Oh, gosh. I can't even get, like, four seconds. So, in. and that's 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 a real number. Um, yeah. And uh, so, after that, it just became very routine because I felt like it was an assembly line, and I wanted to spend more time and, and actually dissect what's going on. And I grant, granted, you can't spend, you know, ridiculous amount of right. time on certain things because, you know, but... So from there, I went and worked with a chiropractor for a little bit, and I, for the short time I was there, I, it opened up a whole new window for me because I started working with a baseball team and a hockey team, and it kind of took me to sports. And I've always wanted to work on, you know, athletes because I just, I just, it just sure. seems like you know, a very good environment, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, one of my teachers in school. We became really good friends, and he was the head of the Chicago Bears um, massage team for 10 years. So I had a wonderful teacher. I learned so much from him. Yeah, you had excellent training. Yeah, he just taught, and it's, you know, it, it's so funny. And he, he said he finally had to get out of that because he said, he goes, it became almost, you know, uh, thankless because he goes, I spent all week working on these guys, and he said, basically, on Sundays, they'd go out and they'd, co they'd come back out. And it was like they'd all been in a car accident oh, because God. everybody was just broken again. Sure. So it was like he never felt that sense of success like, oh, I fixed this guy. Oh, you're broken yeah, again. Yeah, it's like playing Jenga over and over and <clears throat> yeah. over again. So with that, I mean, even then, I never thought one second about being able to run my own place. Mm -hmm. And you kind of threw me into that and scared <laughs> me to death. Did I could see an opportunity for you and for our community and we had some fears with our community just because we are more of the rural area and you you always worked in um high traffic high traffic high volume high income high incomes yes because areas. massage is still considered a lot of people on it's still looked at as a luxury and actually in today's world the way we beat our bodies up and work long long hours it's not a luxury, it's maintenance. Yeah, it's like a necessity. I, I always use this analogy that we change our oil in our car every 3,000 miles. How often do you do something 
right. for your body. Working out is one thing. Working out is obviously a big, big mm-hmm. part of it. Mm-hmm. But you also have to nourish the muscles with manipulation yeah. to get them ready for battle again when you decide to work out again. Sure. Well, when we decided, and yeah, and absolutely, and it's needed not just in high traffic, high volume, high income areas, mm-hmm. but all over. And I and I think one of the most interesting things that happened when we did open, because you and I tried to combine, because we are in a small town, and we did try to ki- kind of combine at one point because salon services, massage services, they all kind of go hand in hand. We all we both fall under the same umbrella mm-hmm. when it comes to licensure. Mm-hmm. Like technically, we could go to a hair show together and get all of our light of our hours. Um, we ha- we both of our license through the state uh, require continuing education, quite a bit of it, um, every two years, things like that. Like we have very similar uh, parallel kind of paths. So we did try to open. That didn't work out just um, logistically. Yeah, it wasn't big enough. Yeah, just logistically, <clears throat> it just wasn't working out. And you found yourself kind of in a situation where it was like you kind of were at a crossroad. I was. And we had to make a kind of a quick decision on what were we going to do. And you're like, what are we going to do with you? What are we going to do with you? (laughs) I know what we're going to do. We're going to open our own place. We're going to open our own clinic. And it took a little convincing Oh, a lot of convincing because I thought you were crazy. <laughs> um, so one of the most interesting <clears throat> things, I think one of the the most interesting um, groups of clientele that you get in, and this is, it's actually really smart, are our farmers mm-hmm. in our community. These are people who are hard on their body. Oh, and, yeah. you know, it's heavy machinery and equipment and this and that, you know, long, long hours and it's all physical. And, um, you know, the pain relief and the flexibility and all of the benefits of massage in this rural community has been really great. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make it sound like we're like, you know, in the sticks, but we're on that border of. Like I said, suburbia, we still have um, a pretty hefty rural community, you know, clientele. And then people who are driving to the suburbs for these services. Mm-hmm. And now you have an opportunity that, you know, yeah, you yeah. don't have to do that. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. So we jumped. We both jumped. That's how we both started our businesses. It's like I compare it to having a baby your first child you know if you're if you're gonna have a child and it's like there's never that right time you just kind of have to decide you're doing it and jump and close your eyes and jump in and that's how we open both of ours well let me just say this then if you're going to compare it like that i will say roots was the first Uh child that got all the attention and we really, you know, poured everything into that. Then we opened up Ultimate, and you were there for a short while, and then <laughs> it suddenly became the second child because 
for the short while you were there. And then I look up one day and you're, you're just gone. You just, you just never came back to work. And I was just like, um, <laughs> so for the <clears throat> listeners who aren't aware of how this is working, I, like I said, I have roots, but then I also opened ultimate with Terry and I was the face kind of of the business side of things. And he obviously is the skill. And so, um, I got you on your feet. This is how I think, you know, I look at it. I got you on your feet and, I pushed me out of the nest was like on the launch team, if you will, and got you everything and set up and the system set up and everything that we needed on the business end of things, which I shine at. I like that part of it and taught you your system and in a way we went and mm-hmm. then I went back and I really went back into roots, you know, more of uh, right. full time. Um, it was hard splitting my time between oh, the I'm two just places. Kidding. I'm just joking with you. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I did just kind of not give you any notice and just said one day. Yeah, there was no notice. But, you I just thought, but that's because you were you and and your partner Erica were doing they're doing a great job, you know. And we learned hard things the hard way. We made mistakes. That's that's what happens in business. That's mm-hmm. how you grow. Absolutely, and we're still growing, and we're still learning, and we're still having to, you know. I always said I don't want to be a boss. I don't. I've never really wanted to be a boss, and I got to say that having our own businesses is like having that. Like it's this responsibility. You can never really shut your brain off completely. Mm-mm. That is the one difference between maybe working for somebody or working for yourself. When you're working for somebody else. In some instances, you can walk out the door at the end of your shift and you forget about it. You don't have to think about it until you, you go back. You don't have to think about it. Having Working for yourself is much different. Mm-hmm. You're always wondering. Now, okay, so I opened Roots. I officially took over on the 1st of May in 2012. So we're going, we're nine years in. And nine months later, the whole salon burned down. That was the interior. Yes, the inside. Yes, I'm sorry, not the building. Um, And so the interior. So it took another nine months of um, gutting it in construction to get it ready for business again. And it was that was quite. It was very hard. Another six months, I guess. But you know what, though, and when we when we talk about this often, how you know it ties right back into the first uh, first episode of this is what you take away from your past experiences. Uh, Yeah. Roots now, it feels like how it should have always been. Um, Well, sure. I mean, no. I mean, it's it's. In the very beginning, it wasn't, it didn't feel like it was our baby. It, right. it, the business end of it was, but the building and the inside of it just, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't. There was us. a previous owner. <clears throat> you know, anytime you take over a previous mm-hmm. space, there's kind of that energy that's there. Even though we painted and remodeled, things were, um, they were older and yeah, there. Yeah, it, it was very dated. It needed some updating. Need some, yeah, it needed some tender love and care. Yeah. It well, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> the hard way. Sure. But now we have this brand new, beautiful space, you know, and, um, and it's just comfortable. Yeah. Remember we used to just go in there and just sit at night after it was closed and you you and I would sit in chairs and just look around and like, 
Oh, it's so peaceful in we here. Did and it's for so, a lot of years, yeah. a lot, long time we did that. And I do it now at Ultimate. When I when I close up at night, I'll I'll lock the door, and when I'm finishing up my books and stuff, mm-hmm. I'll just hang out in there and just it feels so it feels good. Comfort- well, I think there's something about the the um, pride that you take with you know with your own space that that comes along with that business ownership as well. I had a new client today. Oh, tell me that, it, that I saw his wife last week. And he called me today and he's like, hey, I'd like to get in. My wife said so, you know, so many great things and how you fixed her, blah, blah, blah. He actually said, you saved your life. He laughed. But I was just like, wow, okay. Um, <laughs> but um, so he came in today and he goes, he was telling me after after we were finished and we were standing, he was in the lobby and uh, he's like, I looked online. He goes, I was looking at all the reviews of the places in town. And he goes, everybody, you know, pretty much has good, good reviews and stuff. And he goes, and then I saw the pictures of your lobby and your space and he goes that sold me a hundred percent immediately really? yeah he goes he said he goes what kind of place would my wife feel comfortable in and he said i saw your place and he goes i didn't give it a second thought oh that makes me feel mm-hmm. so good because i love that's like my kind of like my side hustle yeah well, not i even told my him my side hustle but it's like my baby i love decorating yeah i told him i I didn't take the credit you didn't for take that. It? Oh, no, of course not. Thanks. Well, here's the thing. I'm cheap. I'm a cheapskate. I I love to decorate, but I do not like to spend big money on decorating. So I find the the fun in it for me is the hunt. I find pieces that are maybe at like um like a resale store, and I can refinish them. Um, I love a great deal, and um, man, I love home goods too. Where's my home goods? <laughs> Uh, peeps at are you out there um so that makes me feel really good because we do take pride in our space very much um and both spaces and and you know so business ownership isn't for everybody however if that is something that you think is in your path i would love to help you move forward with that plan because that's another business that i've rolled myself into is taking all of this experience that we've talked about Figuring out what your skills are, what you love, what you need, um, you know, or what you what you your goals are, what you know. Well, it's taken everything that you've learned up to this point from every situation that you have been in mm-hmm. in the workforce or just in, in general. And, and you gather them up uh-huh. and you're like, what, you know, what does this suit? What can what, I apply right. this to? And so I kind of turned that into, well, I didn't kind of, I did turn that into uh, a third business of a coaching business, a business coaching business where, you know, I've, I've had the great joy of helping many others kind of put their ideas together, find their way and, and then, and launch their businesses. So that's been really fun to watch all, all these other businesses open because I always say, I have all, I have a million ideas for businesses and I still want to keep opening them. We can only handle so many. So if there's something out there that you're thinking about doing, absolutely get a hold of me. The way that you can get a hold of me for coaching is simple. It's Janelle Marie Carter.com and that's J O N E L L E Marie Carter.com. Love to help you. That's a nice little commercial. Well, thank you very much. You know, I love, I love having a microphone in front of my face. No. <laughs> uh, so I hope that at, uh, volume one, volume two, what are we calling them? 
Volume one and volume, volume two. Volume one, volume two. <laughs> um, this topic has been helpful for you. Yeah. As always, um, you can comment and join in on the conversation by following us on our social media, Facebook and on Instagram. Um, also, you can visit us at nostagelights.com. And if you are a supporter of the creatives and love what you're hearing, the creative content, there is a way to support us. Simply click on support NSL. And the benefits will be there and the different tiers will be on there. So we appreciate all of your love and support. We sure do. We definitely thank you for uh, taking the time to listen. Absolutely. And we hope we have shed a little bit of light on something that might you might have been searching for, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. we're all searching. We are all searching. And if, and if you're listening and this resonates with you, then... Uh, you know, then, then we, we did our job. We did our job today. Mm-hmm. So everybody take good care of each other. We're going to sign on out of here. I'm Janelle. And I'm Terry. We'll see you real soon, everybody. Take care, guys. <laughs>